This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. MB Food Fest is a new festival created simply for the love of food. It takes place Sunday, June 9th from 2 to 6 p.m. at Fort Gibraltar in St. Boniface and gives you a chance to meet local food and beverage makers and best of all, to sample and purchase their food. I had a chance to sit down and talk with the organizers Sean Branson, who is a caterer at Fort Gibraltar, and Sherry Sobey, the owner of Generation Green in the Exchange. So let's cheers. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for meeting me this, this morning, you guys. Yeah, thanks. No, 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 no. No. You can't cheers and not drink. It's bad luck. I so let's I, cheers again. Oh, God. Cheers. I thought I had. Cheers. cheers. Wow. All the rules. All the smoke. rules. Hmm. That's better. What are you? What are you doing? Mm. What are you doing here? You're gonna bring bad luck on us. Yeah, That's I know. Good. That's like we. Someone spilled a whole thing of salt. It's like throw that over your shoulder, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. It's terrible. Okay, well mm. I got it now. Okay, I'm, I got you I'm on the ball. I got you in the know. Right. First, let's talk about. We are in Generation Green. Mm-hmm. The we new are. Generation Green, new to well, new to me, but not so new. You've been here for a little while. So let's talk about the new place. Oh well, we've been here now a year. It was a year in December. Yep. So we're just going into our seventh year, though, of business, and uh, it's been fabulous. I mean, for one thing, now we have doors and walls, and um, that's huge because of the forks. We were pretty exposed and pretty open there. You were taking up. You were just expanding yeah, all the time, right? Yeah, it was just getting. It was just too much, and so I mean. To stay, we would have had to relocate within the Forks anyways, and I wanted to be able to grow, and this was ideal. And I love the exchange. I love the vibe of the exchange and the history here. And then it gave us an opportunity to put in a cafe. And uh, we didn't want to come in and stomp on our neighbor's toes here. There is, you know, parlor across the street and forth. So we wanted to do something that was really in line with the Generation Green and with uh, sustainability and so decided we would just be an all-vegan cafe and let people try something a little different. And uh, it's been so fun. So fun. I love it. That's very nice in here. I like it. Uh, Well, I liked it before when you were at the Forks, but I did think... Yeah, you were. There was so yeah, you were bursting at the seams, taking up a ton of room, which was awesome. But it's kind of hard to control. Yeah. When you're when you don't have walls. You know the other thing too is I think you can probably appreciate this mm-hmm. as well is y- you you have a certain idea of the environment you want to create and the experience you want to create for your customers in the design and in the feel when they walk in. And I wasn't able to really do that there because I was reliant on what the forks offered, right, for mm-hmm. that ambiance and and what have you. So being able to just kind of create that you know whether it's our music or um, just the feel of the place when you walk in I think is what I really appreciate now too that's so very nice I'm very happy here I didn't notice can't tell at all <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Branson hello Kevin the busiest man you're like the James Brown of the restaurant industry like you just <laughs> never stop working are we gonna do the hot tub thing again? maybe we are and you're gonna get down on one knee I'm gonna put a jacket on you okay Eddie right. Murphy can I style? Miss this? <laughs> <laughs> she's all like what is some going on here this, some people Hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about. <laughs> Let's talk about Fort Gibraltar, right? And promenade for a little mm-hmm. bit. Give people yeah. a little update on, or you know, a little introduction as to who you are too. Well, um, so I um, have been in the food business for quite some time, and uh, uh, we have a restaurant called Promenade Cafe. It's just uh, in uh, Saint Boniface, just when you go over the Provence Bridge from downtown. We're right on the right-hand corner, overlooks the Red River and, and the Human Rights Museum, and. Uh, been there since 2011. Uh, we rebranded the, the place as Promenade Cafe and Wine. 
so we have an enomatic machine with uh, wines. Uh, we have a great selection of coffees and teas and just wanted to do French comfort food, uh, use local ingredients and, um, and uh, bake from scratch. So the things that we were doing when we had uh, you know, uh, five-star restaurants and uh, you know, everyone wearing their tuxedos and stuff like that, we're doing it in a casual homemade style, you know, using local ingredients. Uh, we're not doing rack lamb, we're doing lamb shank and using, uh, we're still getting our eggs from the egg guy and our butter from Notre Dame Creamery Butter and, uh, you know, still trying to, trying to do that as the restaurant, open breakfast, lunch and dinner. And uh, we also have our catering facility that we've been doing since 2011 for Gibraltar. It's, uh, that place is terrible. Uh, it's the worst. When they, it was interesting, <laughs> when I worked at Beaujolais Restaurant, uh, uh, Valerie, who was my business partner uh, way back when, uh, she had her wedding there. And I just looked at this place at the wedding. It was uh, the first year that it was built. And I was thinking, wow, this would be an amazing place to run. And then in 2011, May of 2011, we took over the catering there and uh, have grown it. And uh, just an amazing space. It's where they do Festival de Voyager. And we're there all year long um, doing events, weddings, groups, uh, conferences, a lot of stuff with tourism. And, uh, and then in the summertime, Festival does a interpretive program uh, with uh, the different voyageurs and animate, the blacksmith shop, the trading post, and all the all the different things at Fort Gibraltar. It's a great space. When you go in there for the first time, it's mm -hmm. super impressive, right? Especially during the summer, it's awesome. Yeah, we had an event on Saturday and a lot of the people are former Winnipeggers or people uh, that were coming from Alberta and, and, uh, and Saskatchewan and, and many of them were saying this place is amazing and yeah. we don't have anything like that in our markets. I and mean, we're really fortunate to have a facility such as that. It was 50 years in the making, festivals 50 years this, this 50 years old this year, uh, and uh, it's an amazing place. It's a place that people need to rediscover other than just during Festival de Voyager. Totally. Um, the best part of my job is I get to meet different people. And in my mind, I'm always like, I wonder who gets along with who. Mm -hmm. And you and I have known each other for a long time. Yeah. You and I have known each other. We're, we're not new friends. We've known each other for a few years now. Yeah. And I always thought, I wonder what would happen if I introduced you oh. to yeah, yeah. you know. And the first time you guys actually met, I realized, Within five minutes, I could leave, and you guys wouldn't even notice that I left. <laughs> You're just yep, 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 yep. I thought you did. You did. <laughs> yeah, you got tired. Well, so you know, you have a lot in common business-wise. You guys yeah. are interested yeah. in, a lot, in a lot of different things, which is which is mm -hmm. really nice. And here we are now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, we're we're all, I think, collectively, a, a pretty passionate group, mm -hmm. and passionate, I think, about local. Uh, and supporting um, those that have those passions as well and seeing them come to fruitation. Mm -hmm. So I know like I've always been a huge supporter of local and when it comes to food and beverage, mm -hmm. you, when you know what has gone into the process mm -hmm. of getting it from you know, their kitchen to the shelf, you just have tremendous respect for it and uh, you want to support them. We become cheerleaders for them, right? Yeah, it's so important because uh, these things can, uh, these people that are starting out and have, they have this great idea that, that would work, uh, but they just need support and yes. uh, they need exposure um, because a lot of these other established larger companies have, have saturated the market or had control for years. but. People have been looking for, wanting to know where their food comes from. They they want to support our, our market. And uh, it's more and more important as different things change in our society that we want to use less energy and, and transportation. Like, uh, it's, uh, people complain about the fact that, oh, we have root vegetables again as our vegetable. Well, why don't we have asparagus? Well, 
it's coming from you see no far food yeah. comes from yeah uh, and it, it always came uh, from quite a ways away when it was all coming from California and now that they've messed things up there and food is not coming from California it's coming from South America it's coming from around the world which is exciting that you can get stuff all the time but it's not this just doesn't make sense and it's not actually a healthy way to eat either yeah. I mean we need to eat for the seasons mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is is that these small makers are you know supporting our economy here or we're supporting our economy when we support them but they're also very much a part of that and they, this is the backbone of our, our economy is mm-hmm. these small makers and these small businesses and we really need to be supporting it and we need to be um, aware of like you said how far the food is traveling and where exactly it's coming from what was involved in getting it here um, and when you become friends with your your farmer your local mm-hmm. farmer or with your local makers i think you you really want to support them and you want you see what goes into it and you just have a little bit more respect for it she is correct when you meet some of the food makers and see the work that's involved you appreciate not only the product but the process as well mb food fest coming up june 9th more info is at mbfoodfest.com organizers sherry Sobi and sean branson are who i'm talking to don't go anywhere Last week, I went to go see my friends Sherry Sobey and Sean Branson inside Generation Green in the Exchange, and we talked about MB Food Fest, which is a new festival coming up June 9th at Fort Gibraltar in St. B. These two have been supporting local for a long time. You guys have been doing this for a long time. You've met a lot of different people. Do you find that now you have become part of the process for some people as far as getting their projects, getting their products, you know, sold or, or made or, you know... Sure. Events, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I, I love being a launching pad for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, and I feel like as people get really established and saturated, it's like, okay, now let's make some room for somebody new to come in, mm-hmm. right? If, if you can get it everywhere now, good for you. I'm so proud of you that you've gone that far, but let's, let's kind of bring in somebody new. And then even with the cafe, and I'm sure mm-hmm. in your restaurant too, it's like when you can, for me, cross-marketing is fabulous, mm-hmm. right? You can try it on the menu and you can buy it. And I think you would do that as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like having, knowing where the food comes from is, is, is really important. And, and uh, having, you know, like at the restaurant we use Crampton's jam and uh-huh. we try to source the, the jams other than, of course, the marmalade, uh, which the uh, the Manitoba orange has not been around for quite some yeah. time, uh, but everything else we try to source things that came from our pro- province, as far as the different jams, we serve with our breakfast and then you can go home with it, you know, John Russell honey is something that we've been using for, you know, 16 years, all the way Smack from when we started. Smack dab mustard, another dab. one. Yeah. yeah, all these things, you know, you have it there, you support local and then... Uh, um, you know, and same thing with our meats. Like a lot of our meats, we won't use, serve certain things that because uh, it doesn't come from, or we, you know, we we it may not have come from the province. Like I haven't served pickerel for uh, years and years and years because a lot of the pickerel in our market it comes from Europe and it's Xander because it's cheaper than the local uh, pickerel here. But they're changing things. Like there's one one lake in Manitoba that's sustainable. Uh, I think it's Wakasco, and you can get stuff that is sustainably harvested and, and, and all that stuff. But we use water song farm trout. Uh, we, it comes from uh, Warren, Manitoba. We get it. We smoke it. We do different things with it. And then you know you're supporting everything staying within the province. You know, uh-huh. uh, if you go through these, uh, a lot of these major food suppliers, 
that supply all the restaurants, you go into these huge warehouses and, and uh, you know, and, and where, they, where the product has come from or like bananas. It's, it's, it's bananas, what happens with bananas. They, <laughs> it's bananas. It truly is. I, I wonder like, what he's saying. I didn't they, know whether he meant yeah. bananas or it's bananas. Like you, you can't, if you got a shipment of bananas and you didn't crack open the container to let it air out for more than 24 to 48 hours, you could actually poison yourself because Seriously? the gases that they gas it to kill everything that's there uh. to prevent it from ripening. So you know, and it's not a very sustainable thing to rip down, basically uh, rainforest to put yeah. a bunch of banana trees. And so there's these different things, and, and people love it. Hey, I, you know, I do eat bananas every once in a while. I'd never have it at my restaurant because it's just not, it's not local, and it's not really. A good thing yeah to, to support hmm. so I mean and these things you know people learn but I mean being at the very beginning of, of like when some of these uh, t like back at Macbo Country Club which was a place that I ran for nine years we had a, a agreement with our tomato guy and the egg guy and we committed to a certain case per week and it, it helped them get off the ground and, and then they become a very successful company but they just need their foot in the door a basic amount so that they can cover their costs and, and agreements and it's hard because it's so much easier just to phone up the big guy and have everything all dropped off every week um, but when you're dealing with different people it's uh, it makes that personal connection and when things like carbon taxes come in and it's more expensive to move stuff these people that are moving stuff that are already in our market or in a small town just outside they're uh, you know not they, they don't have all these extra surcharges so it's yeah. becoming a little bit before it used to be quite expensive to do and because they have all the logistic issues. But now, when you make those relationships, um, it just makes it uh, better as the, as the world changes. 100%. Totally agree with that. I could totally open a catalog and order everything from my store. Yeah. But instead, I'm dealing with hundreds of different uh, mm. makers and building those relationships. Yeah. And, uh, and I think there's just a, a level of trust, too. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not going to compromise on the integrity of the product. Yeah. And it, uh, it just, I don't know, I want to be able to offer that to my customers, mm -hmm. you know, that guarantee kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're almost like the guide when you come in here. You're the guide, the local guide through all the different oh, products and local you. makers, right? Thank I was asking you. for stuff. You used to yeah. always, you always flog guests and, hey, check this out or send me text messages regarding certain things. So that's always good. That is why, mm -hmm. you know, the collaboration to bring the first MB Food Fest like, mm -hmm. is, 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 it's, Second nature to you guys. Yeah. It's obvious to me that you should be the ones that are organizing it. So, yeah. what is MB Food Fest? Let's talk about it for a minute. Yeah. So, it's bringing together and celebrating our Manitoba food and beverage developers, um, and in a at, well at the Fort Gibraltar, the historic Fort Gibraltar, where it's going to be just magical. It's going to be so fun, and uh, people will be able to buy their ticket and come in and sample, whether it's food, beer wine if we get that as well and uh and then we're adding in some fun mm -hmm. absolutely uh so we have uh it's at fort gibraltar is where the event is being held we've had a couple of uh, successful annual events there already uh, such as uh, poutine cup which is our event and um, uh, winnipeg beer fest uh, and uh at fort it's going to be at fort gibraltar and uh, a lot of these food uh events uh, I've been to whether it's in Ontario or BC and these are just great events to, to come in and, and enjoy everything and uh, so Fort Gibraltar is a great venue it's uh, everything will be held inside the fort walls and we'll have a bunch of uh, different activities uh, so I don't know a lot of people in Winnipeg or uh, 
maybe they have maybe they have or haven't shot off a musket for example yeah, uh, we're gonna have some <laughs> muskets there uh, which basically you'll hear being shot off every once in a while uh, which we're gonna be doing for for, for a fundraiser uh, we're gonna have some uh, leg wrestling uh, competitions uh, uh, so in yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, nice bison uh, sort of uh, uh, pelts with a voyageur there, uh, doing some leg wrestling competitions and uh, uh, axe throwing is very popular now. Uh, we yeah, have, I've never tried that. I want to try that. Yeah, we axe stay away from that it's one. fun. <laughs> uh, we use hatchets though, because you know, uh, periodic and, and which uh, hatchet heads that are made in our blacksmith shop, which is kind of cool. Um, but we're gonna have all these different things, and, and uh, there's a drinking game called Cludonc as well, where you have to have a hammer and knock a nail in. So we have all these different sort of interactive things uh, happening, uh, as well as all the food and the beverage, which you'll be able to sample at this event. Mm -hmm. And then we hope to also add in uh, a little bit of a show factor too, mm -hmm. and uh, doing a little bit of a, a round robin black box cook-off uh, where we're going to hand them their black box of Manitoba ingredients to create something that'll end up being judged. And uh, I think that'll be super fun too, just to yeah. see what people do with the products as well, right? All right, it's time to take a little break. But when we return, we're going to talk more about Manitoba Food Fest with Sean and Sherry right after we get some news, weather, and sports. back to the main ingredients. Last week I caught up with Sherry Sobey and Sean Branson to talk about MB Food Fest, which is a new food festival coming up June 9th at Fort Gibraltar. And we talked about the black box competition at the event. Black box tastings happen uh, when you're going through the river. It's part of, part of the curriculum now. Uh, but then also there's something, an organization called the Shame Road Sir, which um, is this dining organization. Um, and uh, certain restaurants have their young chefs under 25 and they compete in a black box competition, uh, which is in Manitoba. Then go, they go to uh, um, a Canadian conference and then in France. And so this is what we're fashioning it uh, along the lines of uh, the Chandra Rosser Junior Kami uh, black box competition, but utilizing local ingredients. So a lot of the ingredients that we're uh, going to be featuring at the event will be there. Uh, you know, the flour will be local. Whatever ingredients we can do to showcase the local ingredients, we will. And there'll be four chefs competing uh, in a single knockout uh, uh, version. And uh, yeah, we'll have some judges and it'll be fun. But there's limited opportunities for, for the chefs to compete. Uh, they maybe do it in Red River. Maybe they're when they're under 25 and they're, you know, they work for a chef that's part of the Shade Road Assert, they'll compete, but I think it'll be fun. And people can come in and watch them cook in the kitchen, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and so it's all happening June 9th, it's on a Sunday from two till six. So it's a great way to spend the afternoon, you know, bring some friends, bring uh, whatever, whoever, and uh, come and experience, you know, experience uh, tasting Manitoba. I think it's awesome. I think, okay, so why do you guys think that local Manitoba vendors need events like this? I think exposure to, to a market. Um, so Beer Fest and Poutine Cup is between 500 to 600 people. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a good opportunity for them to showcase their product and, 
Uh, you know, it's it's fine. Uh, social media is huge for these uh, smaller producers, but and people hear about them, but to actually physically taste their product, to see right. The social quality, media is really it's kind of crazy. It you follow somebody thing. for everybody, yeah. and then you, it's rare that you actually find them. Yeah. So yeah. anyone that's foodies in our market, they'll come here and they'll see these people doing wonderful things in our market, and 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 be able to taste them, to be able to talk to. Those people yeah, one -on -one. connect with them, yeah. right, and yeah. and build those relationships because when you when you again when you connect with somebody, you want to support them, yeah. and so this is an opportunity to also do that that face to face connecting and kind of share your passion and, mm -hmm. and how this started for you. People want to hear your story, right? Yeah. So it's an opportunity for that as well. And that's one of the reasons why on Sunday it's good because people can go there, they can enjoy themselves, so it'd be more leisurely, uh, you know, to be able to spend time with the different vendors. They'll in in some cases or a lot of cases they'll be able to purchase yeah. the products directly from them that's at the awesome. event. That's really good. So if you think of it it's it's a food event, tasting, activities, black shopping. box uh, and shopping. So a lot of these pop-up markets are are, are, are very popular. Uh, we think that this fits in that sort of same realm uh, but you're at Historic, beautiful Fort Gibraltar. Uh -huh. And you know. what a better way to spend the day. Totally, yeah. 100%. Right? And, and you've got the, the walk-arounds up there. You can, yeah. you know, it's just, it's going to be fantastic. I, I think the place is magical. Yeah. And I think it's the perfect place to hold, uh, to hold this uh, event. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. And yeah. I think we're going to see some really uh, interesting new vendors as well. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of up-and-coming, uh, a lot, especially when it comes to uh, vegan and vegetarian food, too. That's new. Um, that's really becoming uh, mm -hmm. more prominent, right, in, in our city. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to see who's all coming in. So we really want to tell people, like, and we're trying to do this in a way to... Um, market these vendors mm -hmm. as well so we're, we're really trying to make this an affordable thing for them right. uh, we were uh, really wanting to support them so everything can be found out on the website at mbfoodfest.com mm -hmm. and there's a vendor link there mm -hmm. and the other thing that we want to maybe try doing too which is kind of good for people that want to come and purchase but I'm one of those people that like to walk through first mm -hmm. and see everything mm -hmm. and sample and experience and don't really want to carry a bag with me, um, but want the product still. So you can, on the website, we're going to put it up that we'll have a couple different packages that you can pre-purchase and then pick up at the event. So kind of like a concierge type service. Which is great because you don't have to walk around with bags. Right. Yeah. For those that don't want to do that, right? Or maybe then this way they're guaranteed to get that product too. Right. So we're going to, you know, kind of build those little things too. So just a couple little touches like that to really create, help make the experience even more enjoyable for, for those that need that little extra something. Gotcha. So how do people get tickets for this event? When are tickets going on sale? How do they get tickets? Yeah. So they'll go to mbfoodfest.com uh, mm -hmm. and uh, we will, uh, have a link uh, where you can uh, link to the uh, Eventbrite uh, page, right? And uh, and they'll be able to get tickets that way. Perfect. Right. And make sure you're following along on our social media too, mm -hmm. because we're going to start doing uh, some ticket giveaways, some prize stuff like that. So we have uh, Instagram set up, and it's MB Food Fest as well, right? Yep. <laughs> MB Food Fest all around. Yeah. <laughs> all around, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Facebook, you name it. Yeah. So be, make sure you're following us. We, we want your support too with that because we want to be showcasing who's going to be there. You'll mm -hmm. know ahead of time, right? 
100%. We're all about supporting our, our locals. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So another uh, component of this event is that we wanted to do some fundraising uh, for uh, the programs that are happening at uh, Fort Gibraltar. Uh, in the summer, we do have the interpreters that are there from May long weekend to September long weekend. And there's different uh, programs that they do. And we wanted to raise money uh, for these programs and for Festival de Voyager. So a lot of these interpretive stations such as firing off muskets and and, uh, uh, and different things will have, uh, people will pay uh, to be able to shoot off the musket and, and that money would go for fundraising. A portion of the tickets are going towards fundraising and we'll also have a 50-50 draw and some other things. So we've involved uh, Franco Funds, which is uh, a uh, fundraising uh, charity in the St. Boniface community and uh, we'll be uh, raising some money for a festival for programming. So, nice. so even though the charity is local, that's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is what this event has been founded on is everything local. So whether it's the venue, the uh, participants, the uh, the experiences, you know, a festival is a huge part of uh, Winnipeg and uh, definitely something we want to see continue. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it's important to us to be supporting that as well. So, but that is our whole motivation with this is really just about creating uh, an, a place where we can kind of show off all this stuff and really, really try to uh, get it, people knowing about it and right. knowing about all of these other things that are going on and experiencing like i'm excited yeah. to experience festival in the summer because i've yeah. never done that yeah yeah and that's the thing it's it's uh, a lot of people like we are also the caterer so the third place that we have is where the caterer at lower fort gary uh -huh. and the common thing is whenever we're doing tours for events is like oh i uh, haven't been here since i was a kid yeah uh and and the, you uh kind of uh you know now people are coming for these events so they're reintroduced to these historical places uh, but it's uh, it's amazing how you know you went there as a kid, a, a school tour, uh, you know, and uh, you're able to come back and to these places. And festival is super busy during uh, the ten days of festival in February, but it's a different experience in the summer. Uh, uh, I mean, with the working blacksmith shop, trading posts, all these different things, and, and in the summer it's really well worth uh, going there uh, because all the voyagers have these little stories and changes every year depending on who's running it and uh, yeah these are little gems that we have in our city that we don't really think about it's yeah. not on top of the mind so uh, but yeah when the sun goes down and the fire is going in the fire pit at Fort Gibraltar and and uh, you know just being out in the open air and and this Fort Gibraltar is in St. Boniface it's three minutes from Portage and Maine just over the Provence Bridge you turn left at St. Joseph and it's right there so it is. It's, it's, it's like in the right middle there. of the yeah. city, uh, but yet you feel like you're brought to another away. place. Yeah. yeah, you're in the country. You're uh, in a different era, uh, 1815 to be exact. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's what is uh, is played at that place at Fort Gibraltar. But it's a, yeah. it's truly an amazing place, mm -hmm. and uh, fortunate to be the caterer there. And uh, and uh, we are looking forward to supporting Festival at this event. And, yeah, and our, everyone else. Yeah, so you don't get to just eat, drink, sample, uh, purchase, uh, play. You get to also brush up on your history. Mm. <laughs> so you're going to just like, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be just absolutely happening. You guys are hilarious. Okay, so let's cheers in closing. Oh, okay. and, and you got a drink. Yeah, you got a drink. <laughs> cheers. cheers. See you all there. You guys, thanks for taking yeah. the time. Yeah. 
That is MB Food Fest, which will be held at the historic Fort Gibraltar, located in the French Quarter of St. Boniface. Beautiful location. That's June 9th. And you can get your tickets at mbfoodfest.com. We will be right back. This is 680 CJOB.